0: Hey everybody and welcome to the Mountain East Conference podcast where we go around the league and shine a spotlight on each of our 12 league campuses. Joining us today is Charleston cross country and track and field standout Jack Mistandria. Jack thanks so much for taking some time and being with us here today.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you for
0: having me. Of course. Let's let's kind of start a little bit at the beginning. Tell me a little bit about growing up and uh, how you kind of got involved in uh, distance running.
1: Ever since middle school, that's where I started. Um, my sister, Nina Mastandria, who is a really good runner for Appalachian State, um, I saw how well she was doing, and I was like, you know what, maybe I should try for a cross country team. I mean, how hard can it be? So I, um, I joined halfway through the season in middle school, and it turns out I was pretty, I finished second in the county for Iredell um, um, County, which is a uh, Brawley Middle School. And, um, you know, maybe this is something I should carry on to high school. And freshman year rolls around, um, PR for freshman year, was a 1911, and I was more determined than ever to drop that time down. So by the time sophomore year rolls around, it was from a 1911 to a 1642. So I took the mileage more seriously. I uh, took tips from my coaches. I took tips from my sister. At the time, she was still running. So. Took that into account. And by the time, and that was actually when I um, made my first appearance at States. I was like, you know, if I continue to stay consistent and um, follow the training plans of my coaches, let's see how far I can take this. So um, got MVP junior year and dropped my time down to a 1602 and made States again, Um, failed to get all state, but, but I was more determined in senior year to, up the mileage a little bit and pump the intensity of my workouts. And that's when obviously the colleges started to contact me and, um, it was really time to just buckle down and drop the times just a little bit. So, um, focus more on staying consistent outside of running my nutrition, my sleep, and ended up dropping a 1602 to a 1558. So, I mean, it was a little bit of a change, a little bit of a difference, but obviously I wanted to be, um, a little better and the time. So um, as the time for college came around, I ended up going to Lewisburg College since um, I didn't do best in grades, so I actually went to a JUCO to up my GPA and to uh, run some faster times just to prep myself for um, soon to be the NCAA level. Ended up boosting my GPA, taking my studies a little bit more seriously and focused more on uh, the little stuff um, nutrition, sleep, and just staying consistent with my running. Um, by the end of two years at Lewisburg, ended up becoming a five time NJCAA All American, and that gave me enough attention. Um, and at that time, Coach Bias was still um, very interested in me. We've been in contact ever since my senior year of high school, and he always um, kept up on how I was doing, and we always just stay in contact. I always told him how, um, how I did in races and uh, never lost contact. So when it was time to make another decision, to after the two years at Lewisburg, um, ended up committing to Charleston. And it was all about just Coach Box believing in me, and, and wow. the rest speaks for itself. And, and it's been it's been a decision I never looked back on. I never second guessed it. I knew what I was getting into, and is this a program that um, was on the rise? And that was just something I wanted to be a part of. And by the time I, I was talking to schools like Appalachian State and University of Tennessee, I felt more of the Division One level to be more of a business. I didn't feel it was necessarily focused on me, but just the benefit of the program and just the status. But when it came to the coach bias in the University of Charleston, I felt more family connection. I felt like more he was more um, wanting to focus on me, um, me and the rest of my teammates. He cared. Um, as I should have said, but um, I just felt more of a Division Two, and just the University of Charleston as a whole is more of a family, and it just really, like, this is a decision I made, and I gave Coach a call, and was like, hey, I want to be a part of uh, the culture, and the rest speaks for itself,
0: so. There's a, there's a lot to kind of unpack here. I want to go back to your, um, your progressions a little bit, and I'm, I'm curious about you as a person and these things and the chasing kind of personal best is uh, something is that what really you enjoy about the sport is chasing that or do you love running I mean or is it the kind of the competition and the trying to get better which one of those two things um and I it's I know it's kind of hard to untangle them because they are kind of separated but like um, is it is it just loving running or is it just loving kind of the ability to get better
1: I think honestly it's a little bit of both I love running but I love progressively getting better and I love like like where I started to where I am now it just motivates me in that way to say hey um, I never thought about being an NCAA All-American when I started running so it's just like that constant progression and just that you know this is something that I was meant to do It just really gave me like an eye opener. So like, wow, maybe this is something that uh, that I could um, take advantage of
0: and see where it takes me. And you had said that, um, you know, Coach Bias believed in you, um, but there was also a little bit, because that program was on the rise and and he has done such a a great job with it, but you had to believe in that a little bit too. Can you tell me a, a little bit about, you know, kind of buying into what, coach bias was, was uh, building. Yeah. So, um, obviously they did a little bit of
1: research before I made my decision and I saw where the program first started and I saw where I listened to what he wanted to take the program. So obviously it involved a little bit of like that leap of faith, like, okay, if I wanted to, if if this is where we're going to be, this is what we got to do in order to meet that goal. So obviously I wasn't, Like I was thinking about the the process and steps to get towards that. But obviously I had to put a lot of trust into him because I didn't know anything about his coaching philosophy. I had no idea like, okay, what he's really talking about. So it's kind of like that, like that faith, like, okay, let's see where this will take me. So, and then once I got here, it's just like, he ran it through me and we talk every day about goal setting and all this stuff, which is something that really, I mean, all my other coaches um, talk to me about, but I spent a lot more time with him in terms of goal setting and like what he expects. So it really gave me an eye opener to like one-on-one conversations and just uh, staying in contact and just like understanding like what his philosophy is. And that took a lot of like, it took a little bit of like understanding and trust because I never really grasped that in terms of um, Lewisburg and then the high school, my high school program. So it was like a change of pace. So, of uh, trust because I had no idea where this program was going to go and I wanted to make the best out of it so
0: in terms of that I think I made the right decision what about training philosophies and, and you said you weren't kind of sure um you know did you guys have and have you do you continue to have some dialogue about kind of the best way to 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 skin the cat is it you know high high volume is it you know kind of scaling back you know in some ways and longer runs and what those are going to be like how much dialogue did you do you have and still have um and is it kind of different than what you were doing before or did it actually end up matching kind of the way you were working still
1: Mm-hmm. So when it came to – Coach Bias obviously focuses a lot more on, like, um, logging in your miles, and that's why we use Strava. It's a great way to keep track of mileage and uh, progression, but I never really – I never kept a log, so I didn't really know where I was mileage-wise. So when I first came here, I was starting off, like, 80, 85 miles per week, and my body adjusted to it. And usually when it comes when now it comes to down is I write like on flashcards like this is what the plan is, this is like what the goal, like hey, we're gonna try to hit ninety five or let's try and stay on the lower side and go ninety or eighty five. So I write down each day like, Hey, this is the plan and I show coach and he's like, That looks great and we adjust based on like how I'm feeling or if well we need to back it off a little bit since we have a race coming up. So it involves a lot of communication and, um, just feeling that's like gauging on how I feel and, um, how that plays into each week. So it's a, like a week by week
0: basis. Let's talk about, um, last year, um, and, and kind of let's, let's start with the fall and then we'll, we'll move into the winter and spring. But, um, tell me a little bit about kind of the, the championship portion, of the season, and I know the uh, it was a sloppy track at the uh, <laughs> with the conditions at, yeah. at the conference championship, and a little bit different. But you know, you had to kind of gather yourself and um, and kind of regroup and regroup for regionals, and then kind of regroup for nationals, which you know was an all American performance. So, you kind know, of take me through your mindset during that period of time. Mm-hmm. So. Obviously, going in, I had a chip
1: on my shoulder. I had something to prove. I wanted to just say, hey, I can run with you guys and I can become a, t- like a, a, a finish first. Obviously, that was the goal. But um, I had to take into account the sloppy conditions and all that stuff. So, going into the race, a conference, uh, last season was, I was like, all right, I'm just going to get out and establish a pace and see where that gets me. And we had uh, Jason Weitzel, who's a phenomenal runner. Who obviously has a little have more experience and more knowledge into that. So my goal was just to stay with them, and obviously um, sloppy conditions and checky had a heck of a race also. So the main focus was to get the team win, but obviously I wanted the I wanted to win. So and then regional it was a little off pace. It kind of threw me back since like I was trying I was trying to win the race, but obviously that didn't. Happened, so I had to dial it back and um, think about. All right, nationals is going to be the place. Like, hey, this is where I got to step it up. So, I think the more like the the, the more of the competition, the uh, competitive um, nationals was. That's where it benefited me the most because these guys, I have to hang on with them. So, and just work my way up. So, I had a different mindset going into nationals. And um, I ran with White Soul a little bit and as the race progressed, I just kept tagging off one runner at a time just latching on and, and finished in an all-American spot so it really taught me a lot on like, alright um, and Coach Bias obviously talked to me about it he, yes, he said, always told me they're going to have to have a really good race to beat me So and again, it all comes down to that chip on my shoulder like this kid may be a co transfer, five-time All-American, whatever. But can you perform on the NCAA level? And that's what motivated me to prove those people wrong into becoming a first cross-country All-American. So there's a lot of things going through my head. But in terms of, like, trusting the system and trusting what I've been through in terms of uh, training and talking to Coach Bias, I think it played out really well Yeah.
0: It's, it's interesting to think about um, you know, having some experience, because obviously you ha- had that junior college experience, but, but having gone through you know, the Mountain East Conference Championship with those conditions, it was actually pretty similar to the conditions mm-hmm. that were at nationals. So uh, was that a good preparatory to have gone through that um, you know, ahead of that, that big race? I think it was yes,
1: and like it kind of um, adapted me to the uh, to the conditions, and it gave me an eye an eye opener. Like, all right, so it's going to be December. It's going to be wet. It's going to be snowy. So this will prepare me more for nationals, and mentally prepare me for what's to come when that gun goes off. So, it's Adam State, Colorado School of Mines. I mean, there those are some top notch programs that have seen their fair share of championships and, can, and rough conditions. so I'm obviously going to be around those people that have had that experience. so just run with those guys and the results will speak for themselves. so that's what I did. I'm never the type of per, never type of race uh, uh, runner to um, sit in the back. I have to be I'm very impatient when it comes to that. So I want to be in the mix. I want to be duking it out and see what unwinds
0: from there. just hanging on with those top guys Um, uh, obviously another uh, successful winter and spring so but let's zero in on on that ten thousand race last year um and and and, i mean was that just kind of like a perfect storm everything coming together and it sounds like from talking to you here today (laughs) that it was another chip another another thing to prove and how much confidence did your fall and winter help give you the ability to, to go in and be in the mix in that race and finish fourth so before the
1: 10,000 um i ran the 5k indoors and the goal there was to get top eight ended up getting 13 so that's what really motivated me that was the first time where i wasn't going home at all american so that really dialed me in to like all right outdoor i'm gonna really uh crank it and i'm gonna prove i'm gonna. Again, chip on the shoulder. I didn't do well indoor, so I'm just gonna try even harder outdoor. And during that race I just thought about that race at uh Pittsburgh State and it's like, all right, I'm duking it out with some of the best in the country. So they're gonna have again have to run a pretty good uh race in order to beat me. So again, it's just like the all the flashbacks of just going through the motions, um, whether that be through training or just um, staying consistent outside of training and just realizing where you came from and the failures that you've encountered and that motivating you to, I mean, finishing top five in the country can't complain with that. And it was a, it was a a good victory. So, and um, obviously I'm looking to um, dial in higher. So, and that all ties into upping up the training and intensity of workouts. And there's still a lot more um, progression that needs to be done. So, so just thinking about all like where I've came from, all the failures, and that's what motivates me. And obviously, um, hearing it from Coach Buys and talking about, all right, you can you can race with these guys. I mean, you've done it before. You just gotta go out there and just just do it. I mean, going in um, going in eighth, uh, I had I had I had confidence. Like, all right, I'm gonna finish all American. It's just where I'm gonna finish. That's the thing. So, and of course, you had Zach Panning and. And he just took it out and I was just like not not gonna go with him but
0: uh, <laughs> next pack. Uh, not
1: gonna go with him. Let him do his thing and and though know, I was leading the lead pack and you know, we were doing this and as one mile led to another mile, people were dropping off and I was like, All right, it's gonna come down to it so and at that point that's where it really started to dial in like, hey, I belong here, so and it goes with anybody. It goes on anybody and you look back on
0: where you came from and end up where i am i mean it's just it's just incredible two, two things that uh, that um that kind of come to mind first of all um you're looking at 13th at indoors as a disappointment while i'm looking at 13th in the country <laughs> and indoor yeah. as 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 something to kind of build off and as a positive and i think that's an interesting it's an interesting dynamic and an interesting mindset and hearing hearing you talk i have to ask like the 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 fear of failure for you must be pretty strong. Is is that kind of what gets you up in the morning? That kind of what keeps you going on mile eighteen when you're doing these long training runs? Is that is that kind of still in there, or is it the chip, or both, or everything? It's just it just comes down to everything.
1: I mean, I always. I mean, I'm obviously I look to um, people. like uh, – I watch like. Um, a lot of podcasts about these uh, different uh, athletes and and the main thing that really um that i track to is pain is a good motivator and there's either when it comes to training or it comes to anything i mean there's when you're running like an 18 mile run and you're pain there's two things you can do you can either stop and just call it or you just keep going with it and just ignore that pain because i mean that's what motiv- i mean in terms of like competition and failure but pain is a good motivator for me whether that be not finishing well in a race or just like you're not feeling good but just mentally like hey like the like a series of arguments in your brain like hey you should stop or no you should keep going it's just you block out that pain and you just keep going with it because it'll serve you well so it's just and obviously that's had i mean i've had to um what's the word i'm trying to think of um I've had to experience it a few times. I failed a lot of times, but but I learned to adapt with the pain, and you just gotta keep staying consistent with it, and it, just gotta block that pain out. And but that's what motivates me. I mean, it's just a combination of things, but
0: pain is a great motivator. Um, and what uh, what podcasts are you listening to? Because uh, we might we might have some overlap here. Who who are you listening to? <laughs>
1: Uh, well, last night I was watching Joe Rogan podcast and Dr. Phil, and he was talking about how pain is a key motivator, and he said some example, and it just really, I really admired what he said, and it's just, like, a lot of stuff, talking about, like, life philosophy and just how to deal with different situations in life, whether that be job or, like, whatever you're passionate about, it's just, like, the different struggles and um, the step-by-step basis on how to tackle that goal or, and it's, it's just really interesting to me. All
0: right. Well, let's kind of, um, let's focus on today and, um, going forward. Um, obviously a lot of attention on the UC men's cross country, the huge results, <laughs> um, recently vaulted up to ninth in the country. You're getting mentions, yeah. you know, nationally, how are you all, Dealing with this attention because I know that, um, I know on one hand it doesn't matter, you know, a whole lot, but on the other hand, you know, when there is a buzz about it, it's it is good for the program, it is good for the conference. So, how do you balance by um, kind of embracing the positives that can come out of it, but also knowing that it doesn't buy you a whole lot when you line up on, on Saturdays?
1: Right. So, I mean, it's very exciting. I mean, to where this program started, obviously, I wasn't here for that. But just looking back on where the program was to where it is now, it's very exciting, and everyone's excited about it. But when it comes down to it, I mean, that's just rankings. I mean, once we tow that line, I mean, anything can happen. So if we need to prove that we're a top-ten team, we got to go out there and prove it. They're just not going to hand it to us. So it's exciting. It's great. Uh, it's awesome that we're getting that recognition but it's just rankings anything can happen i mean colorado mines was predicted to win it but they last year but they ended up completely second so i mean anything can happen so we just have to go out there and just do our thing like we've been doing and i believe that we're a top 10 team i really do but it's going to take everybody to do it so all are right, you excited
0: f- about yeah go ahead uh how, how are you feeling physically everything training going well um everything going kind of as schedule. Yeah, everything's been going
1: great in terms of mileage, in terms of workouts, and communication with Coach Bias and I has been key, and we um, compare workouts, and it's just so much better shape than I was in last year, and it's just stuff like that that's like, all right, we're, we're progressing, and it's just, it's been very consistent, and in terms of outside of training, I'm very consistent with my nutrition, my sleep, and it's just got to focus on that big picture because I got to take I mean, anyone can, anyone can put in the training during running and doing the lifts and all that good stuff, but it's what you do outside of it. That really makes that difference. It's just taking care of your body, recovering. That's where, that's where it makes the difference in my opinion. So, um, just keeping everything in check, keeping everything consistent. I mean, you'll never see me at a party. You'll never see me, uh, drinking or doing anything crazy like that because i know it's not going to help me and it's got and usually if we do well in a race or we do well in the conference regionals um i'll usually go to a, a get together say hi to everybody it's like 30 45 minutes but i'm back in my room i'm sleeping because i mean we got to go out the next day so it's just little
0: stuff like that Academically, um, what's it been like for you? What are you looking to do? Um, you know, I know everybody wants to kind of keep competing as long as they can, and obviously you probably have eyes on that. But in addition to that, what, uh, what are some, some, some career goals and some things that you're, you're working towards?
1: So I'm currently um, progressing to get my uh, degree in business administration. I haven't figured out what I want to do, but, I mean, just see where that takes me and um hopefully become a GA of some sort at any school that offers it like to be GA here at UC but we'll see what happens but um just working to get my business degree and
0: see what opportunities present themselves all right Jack I think that's all I got for you buddy really appreciate the time uh congratulations on everything done in the past I know that uh Uh, you're not focused on that. I know you're focused on what's ahead. And so I I do appreciate that. And we are going to look forward to seeing you here um, in a couple of weeks up and wheeling for the conference championship. And I know that we will see you beyond that as well. So um, thanks again for the time. Much appreciated.